pushing through. I am Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid, B.J. Armstrong, and I'm not usually joined by a fired-up Detroit's finest, B.J. Armstrong, so I have to start by saying this. What up, though, B.J.? <laughs> what up, Doe? Congratulations to our good friend, a friend of the show, yes. Troy he Weaver. Yeah, he, he's doing his thing up there. Yep. Can't be happier for him and the direction that this franchise is moving towards. And they are laying the foundation to something in the future that's going to be terrific. Yes. So great job for him getting another foundational piece to this puzzle mm. as they continue to move forward. But um, it's a lot to talk about. It's a lot to talk about. Free agency. There's a lot of trades that has happened, yeah. and uh, Tate, I'm, I'm waiting for you to, uh, let's get to it. Let's get to these let's topics. Let's get to it. Well, you have your Iowa pullover right now, so I do want to talk about the uh, the National Player of the Year from Iowa who gets drafted to the Detroit Pistons. Our guy, Luca Garza, that was great to see as well. Isaiah Livers, uh, another star of the Big Ten that gets drafted. And then, of course, the number one pick overall, Cade Cunningham. They're all going to the Motor City. I love the nickname Motorcade, BJ. And I and I, I I see the fit. I see the fit in Detroit, and I'm very excited about that. It it, it seems like a bright future. You know, nicknames are great. <laughs> I like motorcade. And motorcade is good. It's it's great, <laughs> but it's only great if they win. Yes. So let's figure out how to win some yes. games. Yes. And uh, that 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 that's what I'm most concerned that's about. That's the that's the next stop. That's that's the that's, that's the next that's movement. The, but again, we got a guy with Team the, USA, Jeremy Grant, who's an all star. We got Sadiq Bay, which is a nice piece there. We got Isaiah Stewart. So Troy Weaver's got some talent up in Detroit. And when he took over that job, BJ, there was a lot of people that were like, what is this going to look like? You got bad contracts. How do you get out of these veterans? Yada, yada, yada. And Troy Weaver reset the whole thing uh, pretty much overnight. So uh, as Midas just said, Detroit Reaver, you know, emphasis he, in Troy. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, they, 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 they the, 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 the Pistons, they did well for themselves. Make no doubt about it. They did well for themselves. They did a great job in the draft. Troy stayed true to his principles. Yes. He's always going to draft the best player. I love the fact that he took Luka, Luka Garza. He took the best player on the yes. board. That, that, that's just, to me, that's working. That's, that shows me that, you know what? You're you doing your job. Mm -hmm. You take the best player. Mm -hmm. You don't talk about potential best player because we got a need. No, you took the best yeah. player available because you don't know which one of these players is going to meet or reach their potential. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. Okay. But Troy did a great job. You guys have already gave out nicknames. <laughs> I'm just trying to get the first win. I, yeah, okay? that's all we need. That's all we need. <laughs> all, 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 all those nicknames and all that yeah. stuff. Hey, okay, that's great. But today, I'm sticking to it. I'm getting right to the the essence of it. Mm. Now, let's find out what this young man is going to do because right now there's a job to be done. Yep. Yep. And 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 the one thing that Troy said he was going to do is he was going to do draft draft someone who represents the city of Detroit. Yes. And and we the Motor City. They told us <laughs> the Motor City is coming back. We was like coming back from where? Yeah, we never left. We we ain't never left. <laughs> we, we, they told us. Here. They told us the city. They, they said the city was down. We was like, okay, when when did we get up? We always been down. This is what we do. So all of that, we the bad boys up there. <laughs> okay, so let's. Uh, it's a struggle up there. We was like, yeah. When did it stop? This is what we do. Like I've never known it to be like nice up in Detroit. <laughs> this is what we do. Okay, so 
Let's roll our sleeves gray up. Gray skies. And we, and we and keep be fighting great. through. It's gray skies. <laughs> let's get down Woodward Avenue and let's go play. Yeah. Okay? Because in Detroit, it's, it's one thing we do in Detroit. Coach said, at the very least, we're going to win one of these games. Mm -hmm. We're going to win the game or we're going to win the fight. <laughs> but we're going to win one of them. Just don't go 0 for 2 in every game you play in. So... <laughs> Then let's go, Detroit. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what we do up there. Hey, hey, so I just hope that this young man, Cade, comes in with the right attitude. Mm -hmm. He was the number one pick. Congratulations. But now they have acquired some young players that I know are willing to fight. Yeah. Sadiq Bey, mm -hmm. Isaiah Stewart, Jeremy Grant, Josh Jackson, mm -hmm. Troy Weaver. Troy Weaver's ready to fight. Mm -hmm. He's a piston now. Yep. Okay. This is what we do. Now, I hope this young man who's incredibly talented. It's one thing that we know that doesn't work in Detroit. Finesse basketball. Mm -hmm. We're the bad boys. Yes. We're not soft. I ain't saying that word. <laughs> All I'm saying is we play a brand of basketball that represents our yeah, city. You're fresh, not finesse. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> When I say Isaiah Thomas, <laughs> when I say Joe Dubars, mm. Dennis Rodman, mm. Bill Lambeer, mm. Rick ben Mahorn, Wallace. Ben Wallace, yep. everybody Wallace. know what that yeah, means. You know what it is. Okay. Now, I just hope that we come in and say, this is the brand of basketball we're going to play with that Pistons on the front of our jerseys. Mm -hmm. We don't know nothing about finesse basketball in the city of Detroit. Mm -hmm. We don't know nothing about fadeaway jump shots in the city of Detroit. Mm -hmm. But what I can tell you, we do. If it's a loose ball, we gonna get mm -hmm. it. If it's a foul to be had, we gonna take it. <laughs> <laughs> now, so I just hope anyone who puts on that jersey understands yep. because Troy Reaver understands the fabric of the city of Detroit. Yep. And everybody don't understand that. And that's okay. Like Showtime doesn't work in Detroit. Mm -hmm. We respect Showtime. That's not us. That's not the identity of the people. Hey. And, and Troy Weaver, when he came on our show, he said he wanted, you know, fans of Detroit to wake up in the morning, put on their Pistons hat, and have pride in the way that they play basketball. And I, I think that is, you know, where we are, you know, steering things toward. And then you talk about that connection, that history. I think it's awesome that, you know, Chuck Daly had the number two jersey retired for his two championships. His daughter gives Cade Cunningham the blessing. Troy Weaver gives him the blessing to wear number two. You know, so you're, you're creating that connective tissue between the, you know, the bad boy era and this new era. I love to see it. I, th I think it's – the only thing we have well, to fix is – I think I saw Cade say what's – he said what's up, though. So we got we got to take the 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 what's out of that. Well, but he'll, he'll he's figure not it out. from he'll us. Figure it out. We he will he will be initiated soon yes. enough. Okay. <laughs> now I'm gonna say this, and then I'm gonna leave it alone, okay. and then we can revisit. Because right. when you draft, you gotta let it sit for it five simmer. years yeah, before yeah, we figure yeah. it out. Okay. When you are an executive, this is all for the the next executives, people your age who all say they want to be executives after they get done looking at all of the analytics and all of the stats, okay? Let me tell you what, let me tell you the essence of this. You don't draft players, you draft people. Mm. You don't create toughness, you draft toughness. Mm. Okay? 
But why do I say that? Because most of the time, most of the time, players will fail not because of the uh, 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 most of the time players will fail because of the person that you draft, not because of the way he plays. Because again, you one plus one equals three. Most of the time, the players will fail mm-hmm. because of the person, not because of his game. The player is going to fail, not because you don't got a good system, you don't have a good team. You got to draft the right people here who understand the philosophy. Troy Weaver is into drafting toughness. Mm. That's what he does. Mm. Now, all I hope is that this young man come in and continue the tradition that's already been laid. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. No. Everybody's going to be looking and tell me what his stats well, are. We also I'm not we looking. We don't need Cade to be the leading scorer necessarily. We already got an all-star. We we did we we don't we don't have to put all the pressure on him. I just want to look for the first loose ball in summer league. If I don't see Cade on that floor getting that loose ball, then you and I need to get on a podcast and say, "What is going on?" That's not Detroit brand of basketball. Mm-hmm. We get every loose ball in Detroit. We the most physical team out there on the floor. Yeah. People don't and, want to play and, Detroit. And, that that is that is historically. That's it. Yes. Now all this other stuff, we, we really don't care about. Great job, congrats. Let's move on to this next topic. Yeah, let's keep going because I think the the first shocking moment, BJ, uh, in the draft for a lot of people at home, uh, they expected the number four pick, the Raptors, Masai Ujiri, another friend of the program, was going to select Jalen Suggs there at number four. He kind of shocks the system a little bit and goes with Scotty Barnes out of Florida State, a 6'8", versatile wing, a guy that's been compared to Scotty Pippen by some people, which I, I, I find a, you know, a very flattering uh, comparison. If he turns into Scotty Pippen, then he might have been he should have been the number one pick, honestly. But, uh, but that, I think that was the first moment, BJ, where I was a little shocked. What, what, what did you take away? What, what was your, as you were watching this draft, did you have any moments where you were like, ah, I'm surprised that that happened, or were you just kind of like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> well, when you have a player like that, Jalen Suggs, yep. okay, and sitting in Masai's seat, okay, and I'm gonna just if I can, I'm gonna take myself and put myself in his seat. You have the kid Van Fleet. Yes, Fred. you have your All Star. You have your kid that's here who plays the game at a high level. Now, if you take Jalen Suggs, you're be- you're basically saying we're pushing the reset button. Yes. Agreed. Okay. This was, it may seem a little odd to the outside world, but but to me, it was, it wasn't even a team fit. You're saying what direction as a leader of the group, what direction am I taking this franchise? Mm -hmm. Because if you take Jalen Suggs, you're pushing the reset button. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, I don't know whether they can trade Siakam or not. I don't know if that's true. I'm just, a, you and I are doing the podcast. <laughs> if they take Jalen Suggs, you're not drafting someone at the number four pick who is a role player. Jalen Suggs and Fred Van Fleet, that's not going to do it at the one and two position. Yep. So, he made the best decision 
that he needed to make in the direction that the franchise needed to go on. We're not pushing the reset button. We have a guard. Mm -hmm. We feel he could play the game at a high enough level. Clearly, he's already done it. He's a championship caliber player. And we will continue to add and build upon what we're doing here because those guys are young enough to continue to play the game at a high level for the next three to five years. Yep. That's what he said. He said the window, no the, disrespect. The window is still open. We're not going to hit the button yet. No disrespect to Jalen Suggs. But he just said, we aren't going to push the reset button and rebuild and start from ground zero with this move. Mm-hmm. Now, so I'm not surprised by that pick. We can debate it five years from now. But they paid. They've already committed financially to Fred and Siakam. How do you pay these guys the type of money you paid them and then say they're not good enough? Mm -hmm. You can't. If you did, it's a contradiction. So how do you, you can't take that to ownership. Okay. Now they did what they had to do. They drafted another player that could compliment him. If he turns out to be a great player, like they said, good move for them. Good move for Orlando because clearly Orlando is in the re-re-rebuild stage. Yes. Okay? They, they, they just want so, talent in the building. Well, Jalen Suggs arguably is one of the top two or three talents in this yes. draft. Agreed. Now, it wasn't the right timeline for Toronto. For the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. End of discussion. Yeah. Agreed. You can't. So I, that's why if you're as much Orlando, as I like right, Jalen celebrating because you're like, wow, th- this worked out very. You know, th- this the is Orlando Magic got a. You need luck. Mm-hmm. You need luck. That could be their luck. Mm-hmm. Jalen Suggs. If Jalen Suggs turned out to be the best player in this draft, I, I wouldn't. Be it wouldn't surprise yeah, me. Exactly. He's a terrific, terrific player. Terrific kid. Mm-hmm. He's a winner. Yeah. And he's only going to get better. And, and, he, and so, this is the first time he can focus just on basketball, pretty much for the first time in his life. So, Well, that, that's fine. You know, we, we can use that. <laughs> but that doesn't guarantee anything. <laughs> because these other guys are pretty darn good, too. That may work at college. Yeah. It may work at high school. Yeah. But you know what? Hey, Kyrie Irving's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, we got pros. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I don't know how much better he's going to be than Kyrie, how much better he's going to be than all these guys he's going to be playing every night. But he's in the building. Mm-hmm. So let's find out. Mm, I love it. I love it. I thought, yeah, the Magic, obviously that was a huge win for them. They also get Franz Wagner, who, you know, played in Germany as a 16-year-old, you know, and also played college basketball at Michigan. I like that background. So they get two good picks there. Um, Is there a team, BJ, obviously the Magic are probably who we're going to point out here, that you you saw and you say, wow, they they got very fortunate in this draft, and and I, I like what happened for them. The Warriors they get Jonathan Kaminga, someone that could potentially come in and contribute uh, from day one, and also Moses Moody, who a lot of people like, thought could be a top ten pick. Uh, I like what the Hornets did as well, um, taking Book Knight from you know Connecticut, and also trading up uh, and getting back into the first round and taking Kai Jones, a guy that they really like. They get two first round picks. Um, but is there any team that really stood out to you, BJ, as you watch this all all play out? Well. You know, I have to be very consistent in what I say, mm-hmm. Tate. You know, these players are so young. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. We don't, we don't know what – yeah, the, the, we don't know. You don't know which one is going to develop because, you know, I have to be radically honest here. It's not when you go in the draft anymore. Mm-hmm. 
doesn't matter. You know, you used to want to be the, go the highest you could. Now it's about where you go in the fit. And the reason I say that now even more so than years past is because these players are so young. I can't forget they look like terrific players. Mm -hmm. They can do things that great players can do. But behind those uniforms and behind those step-back jump, <laughs> jump shots and behind these 40-plus verticals, mm -hmm. these are kids. Yep. Truly. And you don't know how these kids are going to react under duress and the stress of what that, of what that job brings. It's fun in games until it's not fun in games. Mm -hmm. So as much as I love the potential of what they could be, because draft night... Everyone tells you what they bring to the table. Oh, this guy, yeah. step-back shooter. Mm -hmm. This guy, 45% three-point shooter. Mm -hmm. This guy, they give you all the this stats. Loves Great rebound. Yeah, they were giving us all types of stuff uh, yeah, and facts yeah. about him. Yeah. Okay. But then as soon as they get in the NBA, they start telling you why he's got to get yeah, traded. Yeah, why he's not good. Why, yeah. <laughs> yeah, why that step-back yeah, yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. So, so all of the players <laughs> that are in the NBA are getting traded because he's not good for that team. Yep. But the guys who are coming in, they're just telling you why he's so great and was going to be great for this. Mm -hmm. So the optimism in the air, let's not rain on their parade. Let's let them at least have a couple days to enjoy in the that. NBA yeah. before we start telling yeah. them enjoy the that, fresh you know air. what? Yep. You're going to be a role player in the NBA because right now they all think they're going to be stars. Yes. Everybody. They're, they're, everybody's a Everybody. star. Now. If you got drafted last night, you think you're a star. You're a star. Mm -hmm. Hey, I, I was drafted seventh in the draft. <laughs> I, I, I I'm a yeah, star. Just like Steph Curry. But let me tell you, <laughs> I, I want you to, you're really a role player. Mm -hmm. You're the really the ninth, tenth guy on the team. Well, it's going to take some time before you can get there. So let's let these guys live in the moment, let them get to summer league, mm -hmm. and then we can start telling them who they really are or who they're going to become in this league. Because there's a reason that the best players in this league are the best players. Yeah. They are that much better than all of than everybody else mm -hmm. that's where they're stars yeah. it, it is fun to be a team you know like the charlotte hornets who i brought up that you know you have a foundational piece in Lamelo ball correct you know but then you were able to get we think we have we a foundational piece you're right you're right we think we, we, we think we do in. we're only one year in we we think we, 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 we see we, the signs we, we see the signs of a foundational piece and now we're now we're putting even more talent around him and that that's like a like you mentioned the, the air of optimism when you're a team like that or, or like the Grizzlies with John Morant, right? And you and you get Zaire Williams. You you have this air of opti optimism that comes with that because you're you're thinking to yourself, we have a star. Now we're adding more to fit around that star. But like you said, BJ, we also have to have an air of skepticism because not everybody can win a championship. Not everybody can be a, a contending team, and not every single player that comes in that's supposed to fit perfectly can actually fit perfectly because. It, it, they're all defined roles and they're all in new positions. So the optimism has to be met with skepticism and we have to, we have to wait in the water somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Now here is the growth of LaMelo. He showed flashes this year, mm -hmm. but the grade is really incomplete. Mm -hmm. He showed flashes. Now it's different than being the young kid who shows flashes to the player who now we're we're depending on you yeah. to carry You're a franchise. Guy. Yeah. Okay. Now, Lamelo is going to need time before he could carry a franchise. Mm -hmm. That's why they went out and got Gordon Hayward. Yeah. 
That's why they are sticking. It looks like with with with, with uh, was it uh, Frazier and all of those guys. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about the Rozier? Rozier in the back. Rozier. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, Rozier and all those me. guys. That'd be great. Yeah. Okay. At some point here, we are hoping, and mm-hmm. we have every reason to believe that Lamelo will eventually be able to Supplant put that, guys. take that backpack, yeah. and say, "Okay, we can build around a team based on this guy." Mm-hmm. That's different than coming out now and just having fun. Yeah, because he is a fun player to watch. Yeah. The reason it was great is because it was unexpected. I don't think anyone expected him to ascend this quickly. Yes. To the pro and game, to acclimate like it was nothing. Yeah, he he showed the ability. One of the rare qualities, like he's not a good passer, he's an exceptional passer, mm-hmm. facilitator, mm-hmm. and he played a brand of basketball that looks as if you could say, "Oh wow, this guy, he 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 might be the guy." Mm-hmm. Now, it's unfair for us to do that to him next year, based on what we saw in a in a shortened season, yep. and he missed. He missed a part of the season. Yep. I don't know how many games exactly. So let's give him a year or two, and then you can start seeing those players that you drafted. We drafted him with the idea that LaMelo is going to ascend. Mm-hmm. Because we don't know who LaMelo really is going to ascend to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that this is it's always fun. When you see something you weren't expecting it. Yeah, yeah. But when you expect it and you're putting that pressure on, it's a different conversation. Okay. Because if LaMelo It's like Brandon Ingram. When he first got to L.A., those first, you know, two, three months that he was in the lake with the Lakers, everyone's like, hey, we got got us a player. And then as soon as he was supposed to be the guy, everyone's like, Brandon Ingram's not good enough. He's not good at, you know. Because if LaMelo Ball two or three years from today is still not in the playoffs... That same praise with the same stats that we're giving him today, we will be saying the exact opposite two years from today. Mm. If he doesn't continue to approve his game. Because now, let me tell you something, Tate. He will be in the scouting reports next year. So the same player he might be number that two is on those reports. It might be Hayward and then it might be LaMelo. We hoping that he's number one, mm-hmm. and we're hoping that his game is hoping that his game has improved enough to where he can handle being the number one guy in the reports. Mm. So we have to be very careful with what we're saying is because Tate, these teams are well scouted, these teams are well coached, and these players have to continue to improve. And I hope that LaMelo will be a totally different player than he was this year. Because mm. he's going to have to be if he's going to have the same impact that he had this year. Yes. Agree. Agreed 100%. Quick break to get a word from our sponsor. Take it away, BJ. Hey, basketball fans. If you're as pumped for the Tokyo Olympics as we are, you're going to want to sign up for Peacock, the streaming service from NBC Universal. Peacock is the home for U.S. men's basketball with every Olympic game streaming live. Get excited by checking out a behind-the-scenes look at this all-star team with the Peacock original docuseries, For Ball and Country. This six-part series gives you courtside seats to the 2021 training camp in Las Vegas. Watch as Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, and others 
fight for the team's fourth consecutive gold medal. Plus, take a stroll down memory lane with never-before-seen footage of former Olympic players from the iconic Dream Team and the Redeem Team. Don't miss a minute of the action and go to PeacockTV.com to sign up now. Birthdays, holidays, promotions, getting that last sprinkle donut, there's a lot in this world worth celebrating. But nothing is worth celebrating more than knowledge, especially knowledge that will pay off. Like understanding how compound interest works, knowing how to check your investment professional's background, or figuring out your risk tolerance. Or finally understanding all those terms your friends keep throwing around like ETF, ESG, and ICO. Learn about these investment products and more at Investor.gov, your unbiased resource for valuable investment information, tools, and tips. Before you invest, Investor.gov. You know, with the draft stuff, BJ, we got to talk about the actual contenders, right? As we talk about the title teams and... A big move was made. Uh, the Lakers, you know, of course, had the 22nd pick in this draft. Uh, they they decide to trade uh, Montrezl Harrell, Kyle Kuzma, uh, that pick, and Kentavious Caldwell-Pope to the Wizards for Russell Westbrook, who they are bringing uh, to Los Angeles to form a new version of their big three. So now we have Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. This move, when I first saw it, BJ, one, I was happy for for Russ because, uh, I, you know, I know he's an L.A. native. But number two, it signals to me, BJ, Anthony Davis is going to have to play the five. And uh, we've talked about this uh, quite a bit. Uh, but w when you see this move uh, for the Lakers, w what was your initial takeaway? Tate, I've been waiting on this question all day. Mm, please. All right, let's break this down. Yes. Whenever you make a trade, it's a three-dimensional trade. Mm -hmm. You got the media and the press. Yes. Check. Lakers love won that. that. The media loves it. Yeah, they're going crazy. They're 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 okay. they're making we, all the have all the different photos. We have star power. Yes. We have Hall of Famers. Yes. We have L.A. We have a team that, on paper, they can compete for a championship. Yep. Check. And let's talk about the locker room. Somebody's going to have to be the first guy. Somebody's going to be had to be the second guy. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to have to be the third guy. And then you're going to have somebody's going to have to follow. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how that locker room is going to work out right now. All right. And the reason I say yep. that is because Russell Westbrook has not deferred to anyone. Ever. And will not defer to <laughs> Ever. anyone. So I'm not sure how <laughs> this Collison locker room was the starting point guard at UCLA. Russell Westbrook was still the number one on that team in his mind. Okay. Yes. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> so question mark to be determined. That's how I feel about it. Yep. Okay. Now let's get to all of the things that the, the pundits and everyone's talking about. Let's get to the floor. Mm. Russell Westbrook has never deferred to anyone in an NBA game, an all-star game, a practice game, <laughs> a, 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 a summer league yeah, game. Yeah. I've never seen him defer. And I'm not sure how that's going to work out. Mm. Now, I'm going to put a TBD next to that one. To be determined. Mm -hmm. They did win the press conference. Yes, they won, they won, they won the clippings. Okay. Yes. So much so that we're discussing it here. And we normally don't take the popular tape. Mm -hmm. But this one here is going to do one or two things. 
either it's going to be the greatest move that's ever made or it's going to be the worst move that's ever made. Mm -hmm. And I'm for, I'm going to be here sitting here watching it all. Because this one here doesn't, as a, as a, as a, as a basketball person, I don't like the spacing. Mm -hmm. I don't like the combination of it. I don't know who's going to defer to who. I don't know who's going to be the best player. I don't know who's going to be the role player. I don't know who's going to be the defensive player. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But what I do know is this. The most accomplished player of this group, LeBron James, for the first time that I can recall, he's got to make a decision. And the decision is, can he carry a team for 82 games plus the playoffs and be the best player on both sides of the ball? Now, this is what, year what, 19? Year 19. The answer is no. Yes. Agreed. The answer is no. He can't in spurts. Can he, he can't in spurts. We, he can pick, in he spurts. Can, pick, can, pick his he, spots. Yeah. can he pick his spots and appear to be the best player during the course of a game or the course of the I, season? I believe he can. The best player on both sides of the ball? Absolutely. Yes. But can he carry this thing without question, with no doubt, <laughs> where everybody on his team and the other team say, he can do that. The answer is no. Mm-hmm. So I think this trade to Russell Westbrook makes me, or when they didn't make the trade, to say, who's going to be the best player on the team? Either it's going to be Anthony Davis. Or Russell Westbrook. Or, or Russell Westbrook. And, and I, and, and, because LeBron and James to me, could be. To me, it's Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook okay. is the best player on the Lakers. Now, LeBron James, without question, and when you say big three, if you said all of the big threes in the NBA, mm-hmm. Milwaukee now has a big three. <laughs> Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn has a big three. And the Lakers have a big mm-hmm. three, right? Am I missing any more big no, threes? Yeah, those are the big three. Those are the big threes. When this trade happened, I said, LeBron James is the best number two of the big three. Yes. Now, if it's, Le- if it's LeBron versus Chris Middleton, then then you're, you feel okay. good about that. Now, the best player right now in the game, you know who I say the best player is, is Giannis. Now, if Giannis is the best player, Giannis, I watched Giannis be the man who scored 50-some points against Mm him. That means Giannis can absorb a 50-piece himself and still win win the game. So you bet when you're number one, he better be able to cancel out that number one. Mm -hmm. Because 50 points is not going to beat Giannis. You need more than 50. Yes. Okay. The best number three guy of the top three, in my opinion, is Drew Holiday. Because mm-hmm. Drew Holiday don't need touches. Mm-hmm. Drew Holiday don't need to score. Drew Holiday don't need no plays. <laughs> but Drew Holiday can come up with 25 points, 12 assists, five steals, and play as the number three guy. And negate your number three guy if he has to. And def- he's the best defensive guard in the NBA. Yes. So if you're telling me he got to play against Russell Westbrook or Kyrie Irving, I feel good about the matchup. Yeah, even if those guys I'm have 25, saying, you just say Drew, Drew did his, you know, he did Drew, his job. 
Drew, Drew, I feel good about that. Yes. Drew Holiday, in my opinion, if you say who's number three, give me Drew Holiday because he going to defend, mm-hmm. he going to rebound, he going to get me in my plays. And if he's sc- scoring the ball well. That's just a plus. His his scoring is a plus. It's a plus. Yeah. So the, the best number one guy, in my opinion, is Giannis. Yes. The best number three guy is, is Drew. The best number two guy is LeBron. Mm-hmm. Now, when I they made the trade, I said, okay, they got a big three. Based on their career, hey, man, you can put their career stats up against anybody. But where they are presently at, I don't know who's going to be the number one guy. And and if you if you talk about being able to match up with Giannis, you would hope that your number one guy could be Anthony Davis. That that would be yeah, the but, ideal. Yeah. Now, now, here's the thing. Chris Middleton is a pretty good number two guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay? Chris Middleton? He's an all-star number two. Yes. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this because it needs to be said. Because you're not going to hear it anywhere else. If you want to know who, if you don't want to know who the best team is in the NBA, just look at the number two guy. Mm-hmm. This is an NBA secret amongst all of the NBA personnel. Because the number two guy tells you how good your team really is. Mm-hmm. Okay? I don't think that LeBron right now can be a consistent number one guy. I don't think he I don't I don't think he needs to I be. I don't think uh, I don't yeah. think he wants to yeah, be the I don't number think he one wants guy. To be I think what yeah. LeBron is looking for is if somebody could carry me through the playoffs. Carry me through the regular season, and I can get to the then playoffs. I can muster up 16 efforts yeah. to win. Yes. I think that's where he's really thinking Agreed. right now. Agreed. Okay. So that means that either Anthony Davis or Russell Westbrook, or Russell Westbrook is going to have to be the number one and number three guy. Mm-hmm. Which, which is in, in history, and it has never been able – Russ has never been able to go from three to so, one or one to three. So here are the best guys. In no particular order. Well, in my order, Giannis is number one. Yes. Kevin is one A. Yeah. Agreed. Or one B, right, right, right there. Yeah. Okay. Now I don't know where the other ones fit. And Kevin Durant is that's saying a lot for Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant's coming off a major injury. Yes. You understand? Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant is coming off a major injury, and I'm saying. You know, he ain't far off right now with Giannis. That, I mean, that, that could easily be who wins the title next year, whoever wins between okay. Brooklyn and the Bucks. yes. Okay, so if Kevin Durant and those guys cancel each other out, I'm sure Drew Holiday and whoever he's playing against, is. it wasn't like Kyrie was dominating that matchup no. when he was playing. No. Okay, let's get no, this. Let's be real let's, about it. Even though it sounds let's good be real. that he was hurt. He, he, yeah, 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 and that's the reason they Kyrie lost. Kyrie yeah. is a phenomenal, phenomenal talent and player. But Drew, Drew's a tough But it wasn't matchup. like he was just dominating yeah. Drew Holiday. It wasn't like he was just coming down, doing what he had to do. Mm-hmm. No, that ain't happening against Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. Put some respect on his yes. name. Agreed. And the players respect him, and let's call that what it is. Now, Kyrie... Whoever win that series, they both probably go look at each other and say, hey, man, that was a, hey, that's a hell of a – because, you know, you, you got to respect Kyrie, and Kyrie got to respect him. Yeah. And that could go either way because it ain't no posting up Drew Holiday. It ain't no da-da-da. No, he's going to get some maximum effort yep. 
from Drew Holiday on both sides of that ball. And he might have to take a 25 or 30 piece himself. Mm -hmm. So if you look at it, I don't know where Russell and Anthony Davis fall into this game. Because if you're asking me, if you're asking me, those players are going to have to accept a role they've never been in. Yes. At a championship level. They're going to have to accept this and role. The, and they're, at, they're pretty deep in their careers. It's not like we're year four, year five to accept that role. I mean, we, we are, this we are this who same, we are at this point. Now, traditionally, this is Russell's fourth team in four years. When you come to a team, it's normally going to take some time to adjust. Yes, to find some continuity. Some chemistry. Yep. Find some whatever. I expect Russell to probably be better in the second half of this season than the first half. Yes. As he's finding his way as a lead guard on a championship caliber team. I, I know I'm go I can't be playing him beyond 35 to 37 minutes a night if he's going to have something left in the tank for the postseason. Because most the team now is probably going to be built around minimums from this point moving forward. Yeah. Three max guys and a lot of minimums. Yeah. So if there is any question that I have is I'm going to ask Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook to be in a situation where neither one of them has been in in their career, and they've both seen a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know who's going to accept what responsibility. I'm not in the locker room, but I do know that LeBron James will make, he will have to make an adjustment to how he's going to play to make this work. Yes. Because he can't just now say, I'm going to be LeBron and everybody going to fall behind. Mm -hmm. No, he can't do that now. So LeBron, I think, is settled in of saying, if I'm going to play with these guys, I got to allow one or both to be who they really are going to be. Mm -hmm. And I think LeBron James had to sign off on this. So I think LeBron is saying, I'm cool with being the number two guy. Mm -hmm. Y'all figure who out who's going to be the one, one yeah, yeah. and who's the number three. I don't care. And, and, and I, I like but, that it adds a, a level of competition, right? Because Anthony Davis kind of was the de facto, we know that eventually the baton is going to be passed to him and he's going to be the number one guy for this Lakers team. But when you bring in Russell Westbrook, that that is not necessarily a guarantee at this point. Well, well again, Russell is not going to defer. Exactly. Okay, and what I mean by that, I want to be clear. So when people hear Winning covers a multitude of sins. Russell Westbrook is not going to sit back and say, coulda, woulda, shoulda, oughta. Yeah. If at some point Russell feels that the best option is to try to win the game, because I want to make something clear about Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook will, is going to give you maximum effort to win that game. We may not agree with how, what he thinks or how he goes about it. We can debate that. Maybe a pass should have been mm. a shot and a shot should have been a pass. Mm. We can debate that. But make no question about it. Anybody who's played with Russell and said, Russell 
is is not giving you maximum effort to win a game. They don't know Russell Westbrook. Yeah, exactly. Russell Westbrook is gonna give you mm-hmm. make no doubt about it. Russell Westbrook is gonna leave his heart, his soul, everything he has to win that game out there in that court. And if he sees an opportunity to win, he's going for yep. it. He is not going to live with no regrets. And you've got to respect that with 100%. him. 100%. That's not changing that, that, with him. That is why I love Russell Westbrook as a player. You, 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 can't, <laughs> you don't like basketball if you don't like exactly. Russell Westbrook. Agreed. Okay? So, again, I think LeBron has said the following. And so we could make it clear. I don't care who starts, who finishes, who's won, but one of y'all got to make the decision of you go carry the responsibility. <laughs> I'm going to facilitate mm-hmm. as the number two guy, fill in the blanks, and then the other guy is going to have to carry the second unit and do all of the things, score when need, defend when need, and do all of the things for us to be a championship caliber yep. team. Because Drew Holiday does that better than any of the other big three on the other teams. Drew Holiday is plug and play. Yep. That should be his nickname. Mm-hmm. Plug and play. Drew Holiday, we need you to guard Devin Booker, check. Drew Holiday, <laughs> Kyrie Irving, check. Mm-hmm. Drew Holiday, go guard LeBron, check. Yep. Drew Holiday, go guard Russell, check. He can guard anybody. He guard you and mm-hmm. me. Unprompted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you want to know how to play. <laughs> you want to know how to be a star role player. Drew Holiday yeah. is the he, he the poster. He's the poster now for what it means to be a star at a role. Now Lakers, they got to figure this out. They got to figure it mm-hmm. out because I don't see them. They keep saying pace and space. No, that ain't happening. No. This is a this is a throwback, you know, kind of dominance that they have to go for. Yeah, they gonna have to play the game at their pace. Yeah. Slow the game to down. get through their season. Yeah. And figure out how to play. Now, you said earlier Anthony Davis at the five. No, that's not happening. Anthony Davis is not guarding Jokic for 48 minutes. No. He's not going to be playing against Rudy Gobert. No. Mm. He's not going to be playing against Joel Embiid. No. He's not going to be battling these big guys. That's a shame. He, that's a shame in his my opinion. Body will wear, his body will wear down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a fact. Yeah, yeah. So that's not happening. So Anthony Davis is a four. So, again, when I look at the team, I go, if you want Anthony Davis to be his best, you better get a five who can play vertical basketball. Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee. Shot block, JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, and those guys, so that you can utilize him in his optimum operating space, which is I can slide over to the five. If I need to. When need. And I I can play five in the fourth quarter when I need to. Mm -hmm. If not, I'm just going to stay against the fours and you, and play with my length because he's probably taller or longer than most. Okay? Does that remind you of Giannis? Because that's what they do with mm-hmm. him. Okay. That's what I see. I'm going to watch this. But it's either going to be the most brilliant move ever and I will come on and say, hey, Tate, it was great. Or I can say, I have my concerns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I, I was going to say, I think it goes one or two ways. That either Russell's energy and his heart and the way that he plays basketball rubs off 
on you know some of these other players in the Laker and that cre- Lakers and that create some sort of new identity and they all buy in and and we see championship basketball or it rubs people the wrong way because he he is he is one speed I mean he is all heart and he and he is all desire so I. I'm excited to see it because the, the locker room is the most fascinating part of this. So, yeah. you okay, so we say speed. Okay. Anthony Davis is not getting up and down and making a living out of post lane sprinting. Yeah, true. <laughs> okay. LeBron James is in year 19. Mm-hmm. He's not this young. Now, can he do it? Yes. But like we said, we, will he save, do it for it 82 for games. games when he when he's in the playoffs? Yeah. He's not going to do that, people. He can't do that. Mm. You don't want him playing that way at this age. The game is going to slow down in the playoffs. You have to be able to play different styles to get through the different things you're going to see during the course of the regular season and the postseason. Mm. The spacing on the floor is going to look different now. Yes. Right? Because you can't ask Anthony Davis to post up. That's going to take away Russell Westbrook's ability to attack the basket. Yes. Takes away his space. Okay. So if you put Anthony Davis as the five, do you just want Anthony Davis just shooting threes as a five man? Mm, Like Brooke Lopez. So so again, (laughs) I think there are a lot of things like Brooke Lopez that need to be worked out here. I like the talent. I like the media. I like the clippings. I, I, I like all of the stuff. It's a lot of tough conversations that are on the way in LA. There, there's a not a lot of tough conversations. There's a lot of honest conversations. We, we, <laughs> radically honest conversations that need to Everybody's be had. Everybody's got to be real about it. We we're all stars. We we all know we're all stars. We all know we're superstars. But to win a championship. We have to figure out who the one is, who the two is, who the three is, and we have to figure out that pecking order, and that, and that's life. And everybody will say, well, Dwayne Wade and him. No, Dwayne Wade was a wing player. Yes. Okay. Russell Westbrook is a lead guard. Mm-hmm. And LeBron is a lead guard at this point. LeBron James <laughs> is a lead guard. Yes. Okay. Everybody will say, well, he was able to play with Rondo. No, Rondo was an initiating guard. Mm-hmm. Russell is a scoring guard. Yes. We, if we want to look at this, Schroeder and LeBron was not a good match. Mm-hmm. I said that last year. You and I talked about it. I, I said, I didn't, I don't, Rondo to me seemed like the right combination. Yeah. Because Rondo is an initiator, facilitator, and he has leadership qualities, especially he could anchor the second mm-hmm. unit. I didn't like Schroeder and LeBron. Why? Because Schroeder is a scoring guard. And, and Schroeder is trying to get the max, so he's trying to get his points. So, I mean, that's well, the other part. I don't know. I can't say that. <laughs> but I can't say that I didn't like the combination of those two playing together. Yes. Agreed. I didn't like the spacing but again, of it. They won the news clippings. We, we remember this last summer when they made all those, yes. or I guess in the fall, when they made all the free agent signs. The funny thing is, is is this is why I say LeBron knows. LeBron knows this. If he's going to be LeBron and the best version of LeBron, mm-hmm. he can't just be a spot-up shooter. No. So if, if Russell is the lead guard, 
So does that make LeBron now just a spot-up shooter? He just said, LeBron James now has become a spot-up shooter in year 19. Well, what's the point of him being LeBron mm-hmm. then? He's got to have the ball in his hand. So now, am I just going to make Russell Westbrook a spot-up exactly. shooter? Exactly. That, that, that is the fascinating uh, you know, disposition of the team, I feel like. It's like who is going to take the ball out and, and bring the ball up between those two? What's the point of having Anthony Davis if I'm, if I'm not going to allow him to post up? <laughs> What's the point of having Anthony Davis if I'm not going to let him st- sh- come out here and shoot some threes too yeah. and get some mid-range touches? So they have to have a lot of tough conversations. I think this is going to be a fascinating coaching exercise. Uh, I, uh, poor Frank Vogel. I mean, I, I already – I, I, I do I, not envy I, that I, position. I don't, I don't envy what the, he's going to have to have. And more importantly, these players are going to have to figure the, all of this out on the fly. Mm-hmm. I just think this is going to be very, very tough. Now, if they could get through the first half of the seasons with not significant blowups and everyone kind of settles in and and either Russell or I think one of these is going to have to have a Russell or Anthony Davis is going to have to be in the MVP conversation. Because that means that LeBron is facilitating because he's the best facilitator out of all three of yep. them. That means one of them is getting the touches as the the lead guy and the other guy is cleaning up all of the other stuff anchoring the team so that you will always have one two or all three of those guys on the court at any given moment for 48 minutes Mm -hmm. if they can figure that formula out that's the formula for success okay we got a ways to get there we have a ways to get there Mm -hmm. Okay. Which, which, which I think you made there. a great point. I mean, at the start of the season, you almost if there's if there are growing pains with Russell Westbrook and this Lakers team, you almost have to wait until you know late January, early February before we can really tell if they can figure this out. So, be patient. Well, it, 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 well the fun thing about watching the the Brooklyn Nets play. Is that you know defense wasn't a priority? For no, them. not at all. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there, so there were some was, games they would come out and they would be like, "All right, we got to play defense tonight." But yeah, it, it wasn't the the topic of conversation. <laughs> this is what's fun about watching Brooklyn play. You're like, <laughs> and, and you heard me say this. I was like, if Brooklyn wins, this will be the first time in history where you actually will win and just say we're just going to outscore everybody. Yeah. Offense wins championships. Okay, Brooklyn Nets. Uh, yeah, right. This will be the first time, but. The game stayed true to form. Mm-hmm. Defense always wins. I I don't think the Lakers are going to suddenly play like the Brooklyn Nets. Yep. Where they're just trying to get as many possessions as they can so everyone can get their touches and get their scores. And then the other two guys basically are just Joe Harris, who we know is a terrific shooter, mm-hmm. but the guy didn't get enough touches to become a, a good shooter. Yep. And then you're playing with... What's the guy? He's like 6'3", power forward. I can't even think of his name right now. Bruce Brown? Uh, Bruce Brown. Like, you're basically going to be playing. That's how you're going to have to build a team now because of the contracts that these Mm -hmm. guys have. So, I think it's going to be interesting. They definitely got the attention of the headlines. We spent way past. We went way longer than we anticipated. But I think it's going to be a lot of tough conversations. I think there's going to be some really tough losses in here. If they can survive that, mm. and I don't know if they can in L.A., because everything in L.A. is it's grand. Yes. 
They lose one game. Oh, the world's coming yeah, the down. Clippers the Clippers beat them one time, falling. and in December, everyone's yeah. falling if apart. If they can survive yeah. all of that, if they can get through all of this, stay cool, stay calm, stay collected, I think they have a shot on paper. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a big if. That's a big if. Uh, I, I love this because as we talked about at the start of the show with the NBA draft, there is an optimism in the air that then will lead to skepticism uh, at some point. That's just how the world works. So, like, the optimism that the Lakers fans have after the press clippings and after, the, you know, the, the Woj bomb that comes out, we, we love the optimism. But then there is the skepticism of how does this really all fit together? What is the puzzle? And, and how, do we, how do we piece this uh, to make it a championship team? I, I am excited to see LeBron try to make that happen. Uh, and I think you're 100% right. I think he, he at this point knows that we have to figure out who that one is. Who is our MVP candidate? Is it Anthony Davis or is it Russell Westbrook? And and I will tell you this. I know what the right answer – or I know what the answer, in my opinion, is, and, and it's Russell Westbrook. So I, I I would not be shocked if Russell Westbrook comes in and has a big year for the Lakers. So Okay. I'm going to say this, and I respect your opinion, Tate. You know I respect your opinion. The game has now reverted back to the bigs. I hope it. I mean, I would love to see the bigs come back and Anthony Davis. I just don't okay. trust Anthony Davis's durability more than anything. Okay. Well, the, the game has reverted back to the bigs. Yeah. It's reverted back. Thank God. Whether we want to admit it or not. I love it. We needed it. Okay. Jokic is the MVP. Rudy Gobert is Defensive Player of the Year. Joel Embiid Giannis. is perhaps. Giannis, without question, if the Lakers are going to do it, and I'm not trying to put any pressure on anybody, the guy, when that trade happened, but I'm going to say it, Tate, and I'm just going to say it because it needs to be said. The first person I thought about was Anthony Davis. Yeah. The first person I said when this trade happened was, Anthony Davis is going to have to be the best player on the Lakers. <laughs> because he's the only player now that can affect the game in the way that the direction that the game is defensively, no offensively and defensively. The best players in the game now are bigs and these bigs, Jokic, Giannis, Joel, and these guys, they're playing this game inside out and doing these things. Anthony Davis is the only player that can do that. Yep. He's the only player that can do that. You cannot have a big, or you think y'all going to play small ball now and beat these guys, the answer is absolutely, unequivocally no. no. You have to be able to play against these DeAndre Aytons. These kids are coming now. Mm-hmm. These Brook Lopez. And if you don't have a coming. big right now, I mean, you're you're at a loss. <laughs> you, 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 that, that, that small ball era, you can't play small ball now mm-hmm. against Jokic, against Joel, against Giannis. That's not working. I mean, you can. You're just going to lose. Yeah. Okay. If, you, if the Lakers, the first person I thought of, I said, okay, Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. The clock okay. is on. Yeah. That's the first person. I said, okay. Anthony Davis right now is going to have to match the stats of Jokic, of, of, of Embiid, of, of, of Embiid Giannis, Giannis yep. and these players. Agreed. But I, 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 yeah, I mean, but that, that, I think that's, that's going to be a lot. Okay. He, 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 we know Anthony, we saw Anthony Davis in the finals. Anthony Davis can play against Jimmy Butler. He can do all of the things that you want a five to do in spurts. He can rim protect. He can switch. He can, he can help and recover. He's an incredible defensive player. 
Now he has to be the best player on the team now. Mm. He's, he's got to be the best player on the team now. Anyway, to me, it's just obvious. It's, it, it, this is no debate. I'm just leaving it open. I was being nice, leaving it open. I'm going to let those guys figure it out. If you really want to know, Anthony, here we go. Yeah, well, good. Because LeBron James, LeBron, think about this now. LeBron James can have 12 or 14 points, 12 or 14 assists, and still be effective in the game. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook, if he so desires, he could do the same. Russell Westbrook is getting 10 plus rebounds as a point guard in this he league. He averaged 11 rebounds last year. Okay. <laughs> but Anthony Davis can go right now and dominate a series yep. on the offensive end. That's the difference. LeBron can do it, but is that what's, if he's doing it, that means probably Anthony Davis is probably not in the game. Mm-hmm. I think Anthony Davis right now has to be the featured guy. Yep. We're going to play through AD. LeBron, you facilitate, and Russell, you attack. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna we'll figure it out from there. And then we'll spread the other guys, the role players, y'all play off of them. Yep. So Anthony Davis, you heard set. it here first. It's your time. It, 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 it's look, it's your look, time, look, young, look. young man. Yep. If 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 it's time for you to win the MVP, this is the year. Here it is. Yep. Here it is. This is your time. The stage is bright, the lights are shining. <laughs> It's right here for you, and now it's time. It's either shut, it's either show up, or we go say, okay, whatever happened in the past, injuries, whatever. Because we know he's not a five. We can't be asking him to play the five position. Mm-hmm. So, without question, I think they got to get a five who can play alongside of him, who can complement him. There's one on Team USA. Not, Whoever that is, mm-hmm. so that he can do his thing, give him space, and all those things. The key for him is you got to put a five who can play vertical basketball. Because if you put if you put that big out there who's shooting threes, that doesn't help Anthony Davis. No, it's taking his shots away. <laughs> I mean, and, and it is it is funny because I mean Anthony Davis when he is at his best, he is you know a mix between a Lopez and a Giannis at some level. You know what I mean? So that, that he, he is a good he, matchup he, for the Bucs if we're talking about championship matchups. The Lakers going up against the Bucs uh, next year. No, these great players. Anthony Davis, like in, all these players, nobody can stop these great players. Mm-hmm. But Anthony Davis should be able to match up with Giannis. Yeah. Anthony Davis should be able to match up with Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis should be able to say, Okay, we're not going to put a steady diet of him on Jokic or Joel Embiid, but for a stretch, we're probably going to have to go there. Yeah. And late in the last four minutes of a game, okay. AD will be at the five and Giannis will be at the five or KD will be at the five, and then we'll see. Now, now we're talking. Now, now, if that happens, I expect the Lakers to be all right. If that happens. Mm-hmm. But if y'all telling me y'all can't figure it out, we, we ain't got the break. <laughs> no. Mm. 
No. Mm. I, I just hate to be the person that tells Russell Westbrook he's number three. So I, I, I feel for that. I feel for that conversation. Well, when I say number three. I, I know. I'm just saying, again, if Anthony Davis again, plays I'm gonna say this. MVP level, then he obviously is. I'm going to say this. Russell Westbrook is going to give you everything he has to win that game. Mm. Russell Westbrook doesn't have to score to affect the game. This is the difference between Russell and other players. I've watched Russell Westbrook play on Team USA and Russell Westbrook has the capability, okay? Now, I just said what I said about Drew Holiday, and I said it, because Drew Holiday is the most consistent defender right now in the NBA at the guard position. But let me tell you something about Russell Westbrook, if he so desires. When I saw Russell Westbrook, I thought he could be, without question, one of the best defensive guards I've ever seen in any era. Now, let me tell you something about him that we all know about Russell, who watched this game. Yeah, he got all this hype for triple-doubles, as he should. Russell Westbrook, if he so wanted to be, he could be the best defensive player at the guard position, if he wanted to be. Mm. Okay, Tate? Mm. If he wants to be. Now, Russell and Drew Holiday, they're both UCLA guys. Drew Holiday had to take something away when he saw Russell Westbrook. <laughs> mm. Okay? So make no doubt about it. Russell Westbrook could argue, if he wanted to, that he should be and could be, and maybe he is the best defensive guard in the NBA still to this day, if he wanted to be. Because if you don't believe me, go watch him in USA Basketball. Mm. Russell Westbrook, when he wants to be, he can affect the game, and he don't need plays or whatever, because he can be a very disruptive player like Drew Holiday, if he wants to be. Okay? Now, Russell has options. Some players don't have options. Russell has options. Mm. I haven't seen Russell do that since USA Basketball, but every now and then he'll show it to me. And who knows? Because I know it's and there. If he's playing championship basketball, he'll lock hey, it. Hey, hey. Russell Westbrook can go and match up and defend anybody he wants to. Now, this is <laughs> some players can't do that. Mm -hmm. He can. So let's see who shows up. I'm going to watch. And then we'll we'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll, 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 now, if Russell Westbrook said, if Russell Westbrook said at the beginning of the year, hey, I want to be an all defensive player. That's a game changer for the Lakers. Yeah, now we're now we're having now we're cooking because we got we got roles. We're figuring out roles on this team. Can't all be superstars. Can't all be okay. MVPs. Russell Westbrook said, I'll come off the bench on USA basketball. Mm. See, you, you understand. Some players can can 
Some players have the capability to affect the game. Not all. He got options if he wants it. Yep. Let's leave it at that. Uh, BJ, anything else uh, before we get out of here? Because I, I think, uh, Ooh, yeah, if you haven't. When we in the Pacific Ocean today, <laughs> what do we do, Tate? Hey, we're swimming and we're making waves. Uh, we making waves. Because <laughs> uh, right now, Tate, this is, this is hot, baby. This is hot. I love it. I love it. Well, we got the NBA draft. We got the Lakers uh, building a new big three. We got to figure out what that looks like in the future. Um, and BJ, if you are in water. You make waves, my friend. And we will see you, you early next week. Thanks for listening to Pushing Through. Push it.